0: Hi and welcome to the Design Find podcast, a space where women are interviewed and in conversation to discuss the highs, lows, and everything in between about being a woman in design. The Design Find has new episodes every Monday, so make sure you come back every week. You can find more on the Design Find podcast Instagram. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hi and welcome to the Design Find the podcast. Today we have Rocky, and she's going to be sharing with us her story in the design field. So welcome. Hi. So, so I'm Rocky, and uh, I'm an architect,
1: and uh, I have my practice uh, based out of Mumbai.
0: Great. And how did you get into the architectural field?
1: Um. Very honestly, like when I started. Uh, with uh, architectural education it was more like you know just uh, with having creative inclination and uh, that's how i started and i had very little knowledge about you know how the field is actually working and it was only after i graduated and um, in my first job i got a lot of great exposure to you know how it should be and it it really got me excited so I think that was kind of a turning point where I really so uh, in college I did not know a lot of things and I really started enjoying um, everything uh, that design is all about post starting uh, with my first job.
0: And when you initially were in high school and looking for colleges were you Going to, were you saying that you wanted to become an architect or what did you study in college? Uh,
1: so um, yes, I mean, uh, post 12th grade, you need to know where you want to go. And um, during, so I'm talking about uh, 10 years back, I had 21 years of experience. So that time, you know, uh, it was mainly like, either you go towards commerce, science or, uh, and uh, so that was not really, I wanted a career which is creative, but as well as, you know, there's some technical aspect to it and which will give me like a rock solid career. I did not want to go into teaching. So uh, it was very regimental. The educational system was very regimental. And so I decided to take 12th science and then you can join architecture.
0: And can you tell everyone a little overview of what you're doing now and what types of projects you're working on?
1: Uh, We've been working on uh, various different kinds of projects. Um, Like if I look at my overall experience also, I've always been working on uh, different segments. Uh, What I mean by that is uh, we've been doing work in hospitality segment, uh, then office design segments, than a retail design segment. So currently we are doing a very exciting project uh, in this city by name Pune, and it's a mall and we are uh, doing some very unique areas in a retail. So by retail segment, I don't really mean that it is only shops that we do, um, but there are certain common areas in a mall where you need to really create an experience, which is exciting. So we are doing this very interesting, uh, luxurious three-story facade, uh, which is part of an atrium space. We are doing some cafes uh, in different, different, different atriums. So this particular mall has about three, four atriums and we are doing different, different things in all of them.
0: What is something that you do every day in architecture that you recommend that people need to know like is there any math skill or physics skill or design skill that you use a lot um
1: so basically however however i'm an architect uh, my inclination more has been towards interiors and uh, so we've been doing a lot of work in interior design segment and so it's uh, it's not really a lot into physics it's it's, uh, it does not a lot of technicality, but yes, you know, uh, structural aspects which are technical or MEP design can be managed with uh, various consultants. So our focus will be largely on design.
0: And what skills do you think you as a firm like best specialize in?
1: Um, I would say, uh, design overall, I feel that we can really design any space and our specialty will be to, you know, uh, create elements within any space, which will create a, you know, sort of an emotional connect with the space. So that is what we target. So, um, like for example, we had done this building by Neymar House, and, um, So where the brief was to create a destination where art meets business. And, but at the same time, uh, you know, this building was, we were designing the common areas of the building. So it is not only your client, which is the end user, but everyone occupying the building is actually the end user. So you have to keep in mind, you know, what what will really they like and what will be the journey within the space uh, within the building. And uh, we also, you know, like, really like to go back to our projects once they are executed to really see that, you know, what we were trying to achieve. Did we really achieve what we were thinking? So when you are designing, you have a lot of um, visualization that, okay, we can create this and people will really like this. And, but it is also important to really understand, go back and understand that Was it really like that? Like, did people enjoy something that you had created in terms of space, in terms of how they they relate to the space and what is their experience like? So I think that that's an exciting process. So our core uh, motive is to create spaces where people can feel some sort of emotional connect and they will remember some aspect of the design and they'll take it with them. So um, like if I go now and if I interact with anyone who's occupying that building, they would definitely, you know, remember that, yes, you know, we there was this lobby which had like this uh, really bright yellow mango color glass or we've created one atrium space where there are uh, meeting rooms which are done uh, like a gazebo. So uh, so they they, they, re- they remember all these uh, elements and they did, using it very fondly. So I think that's what we are trying to achieve by design.
0: And what got you thinking from, like, you know, primarily working for someone else versus, hey, I want to start my own architectural practice. Like, what did you think that um, Mumbai was missing that you wanted to create?
1: I um, So there are two aspects uh, to it. Uh, one was very much like a like a a sort of personal dream so to say to um, be to be having my own business and uh, that was the actually the primary reason why I really wanted to start my own practice and to really get into so in addition to the creative side there is a lot of business side to any business and I think um, I wanted to explore their arena also. So when you're working for someone, you are not paying attention to the business side, and even if you are just delivering projects with great design, it is enough. Um, but when you have your own business, there is a whole lot of other development that happens, and that's also really, really important. So I would say that it is more uh, satisfying when you have your Um, you know own establishment and when you look back as to what you've been doing and I like I feel very proud of what I've been doing when I look back now that what the kind of practice that I've created uh, the kind of uh, brands that we've been working with so all that is uh, is a lot of personal satisfaction and uh, creatively also uh, when you when you're working to someone else, yes, you know, uh, you are kind of respecting their design philosophy as well and creating within a certain framework, which is defined by someone else. And when you are on your own, uh, you are really uh, doing what you want to do. And so even in terms of, you know, what kind of projects will you select or what kind of projects uh, excite you? what What is it that you don't want to do? Like, you know, what you may not like or which may not coincide with your design philosophy. So all that also plays an important role. And uh, in terms of uh, uh, having your own practice is always exciting in the design field because then you can create, you know, whatever looks you want, whatever, you know, um, there's always this transition that happens in trends. So how, how you want to follow what kind of trends, all that is, is your decision. So I think I like that sense of independence that comes with it. I
0: agree. I think, yeah, so you can, you're able to do whatever you want. Um, and how did you kind of build up a client base moving from, you previously worked somewhere else, right? Right, right. So how did you build up a client base and show everyone that you're a credible firm um, when you move to your own firm?
1: um basically uh, then i was working for another company on um, that time also i was doing you know a lot of client interactions and i kind of knew you know what so every time I, and i was very curious about you know how do they make selection how do they decide which architect they want to go for and i was always asking questions uh, to all, all our clients as to you know why are they selecting so and so person what is the logic behind them and that kind of gives you a framework about how a client makes a decision of uh, hiring someone so um, that really helped me and uh, I since I was working there was already so uh, I personally believe that whenever even when you're working for a company you are basically in a marketplace and everyone that you are interacting with is carrying a certain image about um, there was already, you know, like a foundation there. Um, there were a lot of people in the market who knew about how I functioned and they had that certain level of trust in me that uh, I would be able to deliver. Also, um, my practice from Day One has been uh, built on, you know, very strong foundation, which was very uh, process driven. Like our approach has been from Day One, very process driven. So we, we have set processes within the organization for uh, churning out work so even though it's a creative uh, field uh, you can add a lot of struggles planning out every little thing in a project I think that really helps and um, I was so passionate about uh, about how I want my projects to look that I was not willing to accept any compromise anywhere so I used to really think hard like you know, what should I do at what stage which will, you know, not really hamper any activity in the project. And I think that really helps uh, in getting a project which looks very, very refined. So there are many, uh, because uh, even though your design may be great, but if you're not keeping track of your project, uh, when it goes into construction, because construction is happening with a uh, with lot of labor, which uh, which may not be very tech savvy, or which may not be, um, uh, you, which is a very unorganized sector still in India. So, you really have to ensure that they, uh, the data is delivered to them in a more structured way. And there are processes of checking also at site so that your product is not compromised. So, I think once you start putting a lot of checkpoints, uh, you really get a product which is which you feel very happy achieving.
0: How do you balance being the business owner and managing people, but also being the architect and coming out with the designs?
1: Um, somewhere I, I think um, when you want you want to make your practice, you know, like a big success. Um. You start to develop skill set, um, which is really required to make it a success. And um, um, for me, the business part was difficult. Creativity came very naturally, uh, but the business part was not sort of there. I would say, from day one. And uh, I have done a lot of. Uh, I I've been uh, going through a lot of lectures online, uh, reading about a lot of business leaders. Um, and you know how they've been doing business not uh, and you know making their business a success so there's been a lot of these activity which has over the years given me a lot of help otherwise when I started my business I felt that I was very very naive about how to manage business and especially how to manage people and uh, how to manage like uh, like an office because when you when I started, uh, I was not really having, you know, a lot of different uh, people helping me out to manage the business part.
0: What is, do you think is the most important skill or um, technicality an architect can have?
1: Um, I think to me, uh, being able to do very quick turnaround, um being very good with the software uh, in terms of drawing helped me a lot i was uh, very good in CAD and i'm very good in CAD even now so i think that really helped me when i started my business like i really wanted to try out so when you want to you know give a quick shot to an idea or explore where it takes you if you have a drawing skill or visualization skill or sketching skill or maybe if you are good at 3D software, which really helps you, you know, very quickly try out certain things, it really helps. I think that's, those skills are really important.
0: What advice would you give to someone looking to become an architect?
1: I think I would say that uh, architecture and design in general uh, requires a lot of hard work. It requires, you know, juggling with lots of different different uh, aspects uh, to make a project successful. So first of all, you should, you know, try and understand that what is it, and do really enjoy doing that because it is huge amount of hard work. And uh, many a times I've seen people that they just they just don't enjoy that much of hard work. Um, to achieve something, you know? So it's like, you should be happy at the end of the day by the amount of hard work that you're putting in. And are you really happy with the final product or uh, the feeling that you feel after achieving something, you know? So I think it is important to you know, either work somewhere or uh, do your summer training somewhere or something like that, which gives you an idea about how the business actually works uh, because if you're not really cut for that kind of hard work, it may be very, very difficult. And you may want to quit, you know, after a year or two that it is too much hard work. So and I would is, say that try and understand the field properly before you take a decision on
0: And what is kind it. of a day in the life for you as an architect? What types of things do you do? Meetings, work, just all of that.
1: Okay so I usually uh, I'm a morning person so I wake up really early morning. I really uh, like to meditate in the morning. I'm not so regular with workouts, but I guess I'm like trying to be more regular in my workouts in the morning. And um, then it's um, I think what is uh, I, I keep track of a lot of social media and what's happening. On the design world, and I think in specific, more specifically in the design world, there is a lot coming out in the social media where you really, you know, I'm getting to see so much what what is happening across the world in terms of design. So I get my you know fair share in the morning, and then once I'm in the office, um, I work with a lot of lists. Um, so you know, I it's everything is there on my list, I prepare my list first that this is what I need to do in a day and then just start sort of knocking down. And a typical day would really include uh, a lot of different things. It would include uh, interaction and meetings with different vendors. Um, Then uh, it wouldn't include going through different projects, which we have working out details uh, like today's day was there was a meeting about uh, some new sanitary items, products, um, newer taps, etc. cetera, that was there in the market. So I really wanted to explore that. Then um, we, we were going through a uh, coordinated services drawing so basically, we work with a lot of consultants, so they give us data and we kind of see what is the impact of that data on our design. Um, so that's that's a very important part of the whole process because we um, makes any project more comfortable for the end users. And uh, we really have to see that it is not really uh, done by, you know, damage to the design. So I think... So that formed a large part of my day today and then we um i went through some exciting tile products and i really 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 love to go through newer products i think that really kind of you know inspires me in coming up with a lot of new ideas so we really went through a lot of great tile products which were there recently launched in the market and they're doing one villa in so I was doing a study also on, you know, the products which will send heavy rain and everything. So I had very interesting meetings and interaction uh, with someone who was an expert in wooden products and different types of wood and how they respond to different weather and climate. So that was very, very exciting. So much knowledge I gained from that, which I did not know. So, and that is another part of our field that every day is learning so you learn something new every day so i think yeah this is how my day usually is and then once the day ends then you just hit home and then it is more family
0: how does being in india influence your style as an architect and how does how has it helped you learn as an architect
1: um being in India, so, um, India has a lot of cultural history, and uh, it, India, like, I feel that uh, currently is, like, the best time in India, uh, there is a lot of development happening, um, and it's always exciting to, you know, participate in your buildings and all, and uh, I, like, in India, basically everything was available. We have a lot of rich materials available in the construction industry. And that really helps in terms of, you know, having that creative freedom to be able to do, you know, what you want. And plus, you know, it is very easy also if we want something from outside to procure something from, you know, across the globe. So that's that that's very easy when you are in India. So that's that also kind of helps and uh, there is uh, I I feel that there is uh, uh, there are a lot of creative uh, designers in India and uh, that kind of helps you also to maintain that uh, you know that level of uh, uh, so to to say you know, like a healthy competition where you see so much of good work coming out in the market that you will feel okay. You know, I did this, but you know, maybe I need to do better. Maybe in the next project, so it kind of motivates you to continue to do something better and better and better. So I think, yeah, I mean, and uh, in terms of creativity, like there is, there are so there is so much great stuff happening in India right now that it's really exciting
0: and what if you are and if um, if you are doing it what what types of things are you doing in terms of sustainability architecture
1: so uh, our sustainability uh, is uh, is the way to move forward and uh, we've been trying to you know implement um, certain systems like uh, solar power in some of our projects and we've been using you know water selling uh, taps etc in our project and we've been trying uh, I think it's a process where I still feel that people are not you know sort of um it's taking a little time to move towards sustainability and people are looking at you know cost when we are talking about sustainability whether something is expensive or is it coming at a cost and I, so i think we are in such a process where we really uh, need to open up our mind to make the whole world more sustainable but in terms of uh, um the practices, this is what we've been doing.
0: What are some specific designs or materials that you use in all of your um, projects?
1: I really like to, uh, uh, you know, make uh, details, uh, which are using a lot of Indian marbles, and we have very beautiful Indian marbles available here. And uh, we've been doing a lot of uh, compositions by playing the different levels uh, with Indian marbles. And I think I really love doing that. And that's been sort of part of my designs for a while. Also create very interesting patterns, keeping in mind the natural uh, grains within, within these marbles. So I think that that's been like a constant thing in the design, and I love to play with uh, uh, with composition, which uh, which is you know more pattern on pattern kind of composition. So almost all of our projects have been having uh, uh, very nice flooring patterns everywhere. So the idea being you know create a very uh, sort of geometric backdrop to your design, and then. Uh, on top of that, your walls and all are playing out differently in different projects.
0: And what is your favorite type of project to do? Or what, like, if you can give us an example of your most exciting project you've done?
1: I, I love uh, designing uh, common areas, uh, public spaces. Uh, where a lot of people are going to utilize this space, and uh, projects which are uh, which move uh, with a certain time limit, uh, certain time limit as in uh, uh, who are so many a times you know uh, you are making something, you are breaking something, and uh, the project has no deadline. So I like to work on projects which are very well defined in terms of timeline and they are catering to a larger audience rather than uh, residences. So I think uh, I like more commercial spaces.
0: And lastly, if what is the best thing about being an architect?
1: Best thing about being an architect is uh, that, um, your work is different. I think uh, in, it happens uh, largely only in appeal where every project is a different project and you are designing for a different different person. And so every project has like a, like a sense of variety to it. And so for me, it was very important that I'm not, you know, like in a job or I'm my work is not such that I'm just doing the same thing for many many years, you know. So, if you are in finance or something, you'll be doing largely the same thing for many many years. But in our field, in architecture and interior design, every project is different. So, uh, you know, you are getting to do every everything different in every different project. So, even while the processes remain the same, uh, people are different. Uh, for whom your audience is different, so that makes a lot of different, and it's. There is never a, you know, like a dull or a boring moment. I think that's what is great about uh, my field.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Do you have a website for your firm or a LinkedIn where the listeners can reach you?
1: Uh, yes, my website is www.studiorakiem.com and uh, our Instagram is studiorakiem.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, I hope you loved this episode if you did rate and review on apple podcast and spotify or send it to people who you would think would be interested in listening in you can learn more about the guests in the show notes or on the design find instagram the design find podcast is under the entrepreneurs network